Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to an all-new episode of W.T. Fada. On tonight's show, John Callahan and Ron Beek III look back at W.T. Fada thus far in a retrospective that will surely bring a tear to your eyes. Then, they look forward and dream of the future of W.T. Fada, and they bring with it some surprise announcements, and some special guest stars. Ladies and gentlemen, this is W.T. Fada 50. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very special episode of W.T. Fada. As always, I'm Yana Central John, joined by a man's Essential Ron, and this is episode 50. Big five. It's really, really exciting to be here, John. I can't. Over the hill. Yeah, for sure. It's what is this? Our golden anniversary? Is that it? Yeah. It's nice. Bet. You know, it's amazing. Like when we started, I didn't know. I didn't really know what to expect with it. I didn't know how it was going to go, and if I would stick with it. You know what I mean? I, I felt I felt a little bit of concern wondering, like, you know, if, if we were going to be able to be consistent with it. And, uh, I mean, I can't... It's, it's astounding to me that we have done this. Like, I feel like we are busy people, and we have a lot of goals outside of this show and just the fact that we haven't uh we haven't slowed down is um you know is really exciting to me you know right at least one episode a week since september yeah it's nuts at least one episode sometimes more yeah it's it's nice and it feels like um you know i i i know that this person's kind of controversial out in the world, but I, I felt like, um, one of the things that I like about Jordan Peterson is he's very much about, like, accountability, you know what I mean, and, and keeping track of yourself, um, because nobody else is going to do it for you, right. and one of the things that I've found is, you know, it's a, it's a truism that he has in his book, but it's that, you know, you find meaning by taking on a bigger load. So the more stuff you have that you are working towards, you know, it might mean that you're busy. It might mean that you're tired a lot, but it ultimately kind of pushes you in the direction to where you can, you know, you feel good about yourself. You know, you feel good about yourself because you know that you're putting forth a lot of effort to achieve your goals and like goals can be modest you know to me this show is a pretty modest goal it's like well me and you we're gonna have these conversations anyways you know we're gonna talk about shit anyways and it's like why not record it why not try to turn it into something you know and see what happens and i feel like uh i just feel a lot of like pride 
about that. I, I feel really good about what we're building and about what the show has been thus far, you know? Oh, I know, man. I've been with it every step of the way. Yeah. I, I feel it. Yeah. Um, 50 episodes, man. You know, like you uh, said, I didn't know what to expect when we first started this. Mm-hmm. But here we are, 50 episodes later. It's crazy. It doesn't feel like it... Like, it feels like we just started. You know? Mm. Um, one of the things that I thought would be kind of fun to do on this episode is just... I mean, we have some announcements coming up in the future. Um, towards the kind of the halfway point of the podcast, we're going to talk about a couple of things that are exciting. Um, and then, but, but before we do that, I just want to like take a second and look back at the first 50 episodes and ask you, John, do you have like a favorite WT Fata memory? Favorite WT Fata memory. I think the biggest thing we did, and this is going to sound weird, not weird, but like the fact that I'm bringing this up in like a favorite WT Fata moment was <laughs> honestly probably us going to see Cats just because it was so ridiculous. Cats like, was we wild. Up, we face paint. We made shirts. Mm-hmm. It was so silly. It was so goofy. Yeah. Just had, had a genuine good time. Yeah, I mean, it was. <laughs> But, like, during the movie, it was awful. <laughs> yeah. During the movie, it was, like, it was this feeling of, like, just trying to decipher, like, the... I mean, it, it, the, the simple fact of the matter is that the, those people thought they were making something good. They did not set out to make a bad movie. And just the fact that what they delivered was so uh, bizarre and just really, like, just really so left of the mark was astounding to me and i still i i totally agree with you like i look back on that whole thing and it was like it felt like a bad trip that entire that entire day was like it was just such a bizarre because not only are you going to see cats and you're going to like you know you're going to make fun of cats but it's the same weekend that star wars was coming out so we had we had like people bumming around the lobby dressed up in star wars outfits that were like blown away to see us dressed up in cats outfits, like slightly offended. They felt like maybe they were being mocked, and it's like, no, no, no. We just we're mocking we're mocking cats. Um, yeah. It was entirely coincidental that that was going on, but I felt I don't know. There was a there was like a special energy to that day. You know, it was different. Mm-hmm. Um, I also. I saw a graph online that said it was a graph and it said the release of cats. And then, um, it was depicted like, like the overall well being of the world. And like the release of cats started here and it just went down. (laughs) (laughs) Everything that we're experiencing now is cats related. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. It's true though. I mean, it was like December 21st and it wasn't a week later before they were like, because I think it was December 31st in China that they said there was the first COVID-19 case. So it was like 10 days after 
the release of Cats. Bam. COVID-19. Yeah, I was like, we gotta do something. We gotta stop these people. I feel like God watched Cats and was like, oh, fuck these people. They're done. Yeah. Like, I, I am, I'm gonna wipe them out. Um. <laughs> oh. Sorry, I'm eating a little bit. I just oh, fell out of work. Good thanks. A little bit of chocolate, some hummus. I noticed that. Yeah, it's good. Delicious. Joseph's. This episode is brought to you by Joseph's. Um, I also want to throw out too. I I still look back at that Bob Lazar episode with like intense fondness. <laughs> it's, it was so much fun. He's just such a character, you know? He's so strange, and I feel like I still don't... I still don't fully understand him. Like, <laughs> like just the, the whole angle of, like, he was an astrophysicist, but also was a was involved in a illegal brothel in Nevada where prostitution's legal so it's like what what constitutes an illegal brothel like is it just they're under the table they're not paying taxes or something or like just the fact that you're arrested in Nevada for operating a in a legal brothel you're already interesting and then you start talking about how like you worked on alien spaceships and shit Really, just an, an incredible story. I, I still don't really know what to make of it. Except for the fact I feel like he's full of shit. I mean... Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. I never knew that guy would have even existed if hmm. we didn't do this show. And it's such a it's weird such story, cool, right? Like, you need to know that one. Learn about all this crazy shit that happens. Like, these crazy people. Yeah. Well, it's fun. It's like... It's, it's like... In a strange way, it's educational, you know? I mean, I'm sure we have details and shit wrong. I'm sure we're, we're human, you know? Mm -hmm. And like we said before, we're really busy. So sometimes things might not be, like, perfectly fine-tuned. Sometimes we don't have, like, the highest energy level. But we're putting in the effort. We're trying. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it is really interesting to, like... The conspiracy theory episodes, they're always harder, but to really dig into what all is, what what all these stories are built upon um, and try to decipher it, it's always fun. It's always interesting. And things that I have kind of always been like, yeah, something's going on there, um, I feel it being challenged, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, when I, when I do the research... I start to be, like, more skeptical, which isn't really the way that I want to go. I want to believe that all of this shit's actually happening, but sometimes it, you just can't go with it, you know? Mm-hmm. That's one of the more surprising things to me. Yeah, it's tough. You know, I know there's a lot of resources out there, and there's a lot, there's a lot, of, a lot of things to research, but it's just... With some of these conspiracy theory episodes, it's just you just never really know. You gotta take what you have and you gotta make it like an educated guess or mm -hmm. like an educated conclusion of is this bullshit or not. It's just so hard to know, you know. I mean it's the same with paranormal episodes. 
like I really enjoyed the Chupacabra show. Um, the Chupacabra show was, um, you know, it, it's like there are so many possible explanations for what people were seeing. And it's kind of, it's open-ended. You, you don't know. So your mind gets to kind of go wild, you know? Mm-hmm. And as we're doing those research, you know, those research episodes, it's much more, um, it's like, it's cool to hear theories that you haven't come across before, you know? Like, I, I had no idea the Chupacabra, some people think that it might be a monkey that escaped, like, a research center that's like an island over. That was a yeah. cool little thing, because when you start thinking about, you know, what monkeys look like and everything, and comparing it, um, comparing it to, uh, the sightings of the Chupacabra, it's actually really fascinating, um, um, it's really fascinating to think of it, um, as a, as a possibility, you know? It's just a misidentified animal, and everybody's jumping to conclusions just because it's not native to the island, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the, the, you know, the majority of WG Fada is all movie-related, but I like those trips outside of that topic, you know? Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. Yeah. I agree. I like that we can cover a multitude of topics. So I always like doing movies. You watch it, talk some shit about it, and then, you know, that. But I think it, um, it challenges us to expand knowledge on sometimes useless things, but sometimes really cool things, interesting things. Yeah, it's, um, it's challenging, but when it's rewarding, it's extremely rewarding. You know? Like, the, the episodes where it feels like we are I think that I think one of the things going forward that I want to kind of be more cautious about is one one of, one of the tough things is John and I will hear about a topic and then we'll go yeah let's talk about that and then you do the research and as you're doing the research kind of the air goes out of it I don't know if you've had that experience it's just um sorry repeat that I have. No, it's okay. No worries. Um, I don't know. It, it's uh, it's just we pick a topic. We think that we're going to be interested in it. And oh, then okay. we start doing the research. And as you're doing the research, it's like the air kind of goes out of it. Like all of a sudden it's like, wow, this isn't nearly as interesting as I thought it would be. Yes. Like you're hoping to see more. And it's yeah. like, ah. Yeah. This wasn't what I was expecting. And then it reflects in the episode, too. Like, it it turns into something where you and I get together and we're enthusiastic to do the show, but it's just the, the, um, it's just that there's not a lot of meat on the bone with some of them. And I feel like we had a couple of those, like the Pearl Harbor conspiracy one, which actually has a ton of listens. A lot of people have listened to that one. But I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's some of our best work, you know. Um, but it's always it, it, it's tough, you know. And I feel like maybe in the future, one of the things that I can improve on 
um, is instead of just hearing a topic and being like, wow, that's really interesting, maybe researching ahead of time so that we can sort of, like, vet it, you know? We can see if it's actually something we would want to commit to. Um, yes, because we usually just kind of go, like, we finish up an episode and we're like, what do you want to do next? And it's like, well, we don't really get anything going on, so we'll figure it out, and then we see something cool, and it's like, well, let's just do that. Yeah. And we never know what we're going to get, you know? There's always a possibility. One of the things that I would like to do, too, is um, to kind of double down on bad movies. I think we should talk more about bad movies because I those are those are always fun. The the conversations that we get into um and you know like like Cats was kind of like that. I feel like we were sort of a little bit disappointed by The Grudge when we watched that. Um mm-hmm. we've talked about a couple of movies where you know the movie itself is not good but the episode that it yields is awesome, you know. Right. Um, so I kind of want to do that more, you know. Hit hit movies that we know are flawed and just kind of dig into them because I enjoy that. I know you do too. I see your face yeah. light up when you're swam in a movie. When I'm ready to talk about something. I'm just like I'm like seething. <laughs> like, come on, Ron, finish your thought because I got some shit to spew. <laughs> well, you you know what I I really appreciate. Um, um, I really appreciate that um, you have a, I know that you don't necessarily feel this way sometimes, but you have a very analytical mind. Um, the things that you pick up on in movies are always, they're always really valid points. And a lot of times you catch things in my blind spot, like stuff I'm not paying attention to. And Which like shocks me because you just you catch everything, man. I I'm 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 okay, but a lot of times you will, you will, you will look at things in a very logical way. Like I'm I'm distracted by, um, story and meaning and, uh, you know aesthetics and all of those things but sometimes you can look at story and you can just see logically like there is a problem you know and you zero in on it really quick and i'm always impressed by it there's been a few moments where i've been like oh shit hadn't thought about it that way you know um well we're at a special point in the show we're gonna do a little bit of a transition a little bit of a pivot okay um because john has an announcement and joining him for this announcement is Mr. Derek Paul, who is now being admitted to the show. Um, Give him a second. Uh, yeah, no worries. So it's, it's a learning process. So it's always there's always a little bit of a, a lag here, you know. Hey, how are you doing? Pretty good. How are you? Derek, good. What's up, fellas? What's going on. <laughs> Living the Saturday dream. Um, Saturday dream. Um, so, I am excited to talk to you guys. What, uh, what is the plan? What are you guys up to? Well, well, I feel like we kind of just dived into this. Um, Derek, do you want to tell a little bit about yourself before we kind of talk about our side project real quick? Yeah. 
Yeah, sure. I guess I'll introduce myself. My name is Derek Paul. I am a 32-year-old uh, IT man, I guess you could say, from West Virginia. I've been a longtime reality TV fan, movie fan, TV fan in general, but uh, more to the reality TV side. I've been following the real world, the challenge, Big Brother, Survivor for quite some time. I'm pretty passionate about all of those and uh, excited to talk about it and share it with people. Excellent. Yeah, so basically, if, you, if you're wondering why Derek kind of dived into uh, his uh, reality TV background, it's because Derek and I, uh, we're going to do a podcast of our own called Reality Roundtable, where we cover mostly reality TV. So the way this started was something we've talked about for a while now, and, you know, um, we're just getting ready to, to kind of dive into it. And, you know, with all this COVID stuff going on, we don't have an exact date. Uh, we're kind of waiting for a season of one of these shows to, uh, to film and get back up going before we um, start up officially. But this is a project that we're really excited about. So the way Derek and I met was our love for these TV shows and the community around it, which I didn't know existed until like two years ago. Uh, what about you, Derek? When did you find out that these reality TV crazy motherfucker? Uh, crazy motherfucking fans existed. Probably around the same time. Um, I've always known there was a, a large community of it through basically Twitter and whatnot. That was basically the whole reason I had Twitter was to follow along with Challenge and Big Brother so I didn't annoy all my actual friends in any other ways that mm. don't pay attention to them. <laughs> but I didn't know the depth of the community, I guess. Um, it's everywhere. People, a lot of people felt the same way as I did. They kind of were hesitant to talk about it over the top for the most part, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. in, in the sense of it's looked upon as kind of garbage reality TV, you could mm -hmm. say, but I've always been a huge fan of it. I love talking about it and I, always wanted to find an outlet to talk about it and with twitter you kind of sometimes you feel like you're talking to a wall a little bit at least you can get your thoughts out there mm. but yeah. the more and more uh well especially once i met john and we fell into a little bit more specific uh groups of fandoms there you you realize how deep some of these run and uh, a lot of people feel the same way that they love it they just didn't know where or how or when to talk about it and it's exciting to see all the communities that have built around these shows that have been on for two decades now and uh, definitely excited to get to dive into it deeper in long form as opposed to 280 characters at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So like how, so Ron was saying earlier, how we kind of started our podcast is like, these were conversations that we were going to have anyway, you know, we always finished cheap as shit, talk about movies now, which right movies and you know same thing Derek and I we talk about the shit that just out of the passion for these shows and you know we kind of just want to be more uh, interactive with the community so there's like a lot of there's a lot of reality TV podcasts out there um, hmm. some like more specific shows and some kind of just like something that we're looking to do is just kind of cover it all you know we um, yeah. what we want to do with ours is we want to be more kind of hands on and we want to get other fans involved with us and we want to have like a lot of fun and you know we want to just shoot the shit we you know we just two guys that have common interests and we just want to like 
share the experiences and have people come on and just walk around and have a good time. Right. Yeah. And we certainly, we don't want to get boxed in into labeling ourselves as just a challenge podcast or just a survivor podcast. Mm-hmm. We know there's separate communities for all of them and a lot of them kind of interact and overlap in the Venn diagram of reality TV fandoms there. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of why we, we decided on a more of a roundtable format. We mm-hmm. don't want to just go into straight recaps of all these shows. There's plenty of that going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we thought with uh, a roundtable format, if you will, uh, it allows us the opportunity to bring on guests who are passionate about either the show itself that we're talking about, a certain topic or a certain character or person who kind of took the spotlight for that week's episode or that that week's uh whatever transpired mm. throughout that time so we're excited to kind of have our have our irons and many fires there if you will yeah i think i think that that's a really good approach too because you know you're 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 strengthening uh your viewership you know listenership you know you're getting people that Maybe there aren't. They, maybe somebody isn't into the challenge, but they're into Big Brother or whatever, you know. And it's like now because they're listening to you, maybe now they start going like, "Oh, well, maybe I'll try out that other thing that I wasn't looking at before." So it, it's like you you kind of are reaching more people and you know propagating the uh, reality TV, you know, which is pretty cool. Um, I've talked to John in the past, um, and I know John has at least flirted with the idea of maybe trying out for a reality TV show. Uh, Derek, do you have any aspirations? Right. My only aspiration would lie in Survivor. That That's always been a huge aspiration of mine. I And I say that kind of, uh, I don't know. I've never actually applied to it, so I, I don't know how realistic the dream would be. You know, it kind of helps to apply if you actually want to be on the show. Mm. But that's <laughs> the only one that I ever saw myself being even moderately successful or having a chance to do and get on. Survivor is notorious for heavily casting their fans anymore because they're 40 seasons in now, and Big Brother... They, they lean more towards casting the beautiful people, the influencers, and you'll get a few of the hardcore fans that sneak their way into the cast. But Survivor, it's very rare that you see more than two or three people on an 18 or 20 person cast anymore that kind of say, yeah, I know of Survivor and uh, I, I kind of just now I'm on an island. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Most of the time, it's someone who can name you every winner. They've seen every season, and uh, they know what they're getting into out there. So if I was ever able to uh, pack on the uh, the island weight, <laughs> they, can, they can be dropped. I think uh, I would love to get on there. I've always told myself they've had 40 seasons. They've never had someone named Derek, and they've never had a native West Virginian. So I was like, there we go. There's my in. I just got to yeah. let them know that I'm out here, that I exist. So... One of these days, it's it's possible. Man, I'd be like your biggest fan. I would have a Derek Defender account on every fucking social media. I'd create my own social media. <laughs> See, my biggest problem going into it would be uh, kind of disappearing off of the internet and social media for 
two or three months, however long the entire process would take, mm-hmm. and then not telling anybody, like, just saying, I, I needed an internet break for a while until eventually it airs, because depending on which season you shoot, they shoot back-to-back, and usually from, like, April to June, and they'll do two seasons pre-coronavirus. So you could be waiting up to like nine or ten months before your season airs, and that's a long time to be radio silent about it's something that you're very excited and passionate about. Yeah. yeah. And with Survivor, they don't even announce the winners until the actual finale airs. Right. Correct. So you got to keep them all shut for a long, long time. <laughs> yep. Assuming you know who wins, but, you know, I'm assuming if you're on the show, you talk to people afterwards and kind of figure it out who has a, uh, a good idea of who's going to be sitting in that final three seat. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think I think you definitely have a general idea if you were there or if you're in the final travel or something, but I think they try to keep it as under wraps as possible. I like to think most of the time you will know if you won or lost or if you had a good chance there. But even if you know you won, you're still waiting 10, 11 months to get that million-dollar check deposited. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be a killer wait, thinking of all the things you want to buy. Right. <laughs> um, I, I, I do want to say real quick that uh, when you said that you want to be on Survivor, um, Derek looks like somebody that could be on Survivor. I just wanted to make sure that that got out there. Um, I feel like, uh, I, 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 I feel like you definitely could be a winner for sure. I agree with that. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. I'm hoping that, uh, one day you see me as a, as a cast revealed player out there. Yes. I like um, to think that I'm just mediocre enough to get through the early portions. You know, I'm not, I wouldn't be seen as a, as a, huge threat right out the gate and i wouldn't be seen as the guy who's totally costing you everything day one so i feel like the the mediocreness would allow me to buy some time and uh get my footing out there so who knows we'll see we'll see if i ever get that application yeah it's the it's the dark horse element you know nobody they won't see you coming exactly excellent trojan horse my way right to that final (laughs) um you already got his whole strategy mapped out Mm. Gotta go. Yeah. Gotta, gotta have the general strategy mapped out because adaptability is the number one strategy. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I know that you guys aren't uh, officially ready to launch. Uh, is there some way that you want to share that people can like contact you guys or follow you guys now, or is that still on the horizon? I mean, I have an Instagram made for us, mm-hmm. but I haven't obviously done anything with it yet. Okay. But, uh, I mean, it's under Reality Roundtable Podcast. Okay. So, want to just start following. So, when we release content, you're there and you're good to go. You'll be able to find both of us from there as well. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I think... Um, as we start to hear more and more officially come out with Big Brother coming out, we'll be able to speculate on the cast and then actually talk about the cast. And that's when you'll start seeing um, some posts and some promotions popping up there. And at that point, we'll be able to kind of cast a wider net of where we're going with it. But we don't want to 
fully put expectations out there until we kind of at least have something for them to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Um, well, I know I'm, I know I'm excited. I'm excited to see what you guys do. Um, I can already tell like good duo, you know, what was that? I can already tell you guys good duo. You're going to pair off well, you know, for sure. How long have you guys been friends again? Um, internet friends, probably a couple years now. Um, real life friends, we, we've eclipsed the year mark since we've met in person. Uh, I think we met first, we met first in person, what, John, February of 2019, I believe. Yeah. In Chicago. And I like to joke that we got a Boston guy and a West Virginia guy and we've met four or five times now and i think we've we've met in chicago we've met in philadelphia we've met in new jersey we've met in new york but we've never met in west virginia pittsburgh or boston so one of these days we'll we'll see each other's hometowns yeah oh that's cool it was like a crazy twist of fate the way we met because so like derek and i had a couple exchanges on twitter just kind of through like our common interest challenge and everything and he he got tickets to the challenge event uh, event in Chicago, and I was like, yeah, I can't make it out to that one in Chicago, you know, whatever, whatever. And Sunday before that event was the Super Bowl, and uh, one of the, the challenge many the challenge podcast that we listened to, they had a, a draft teams contest that was like, oh, if you win, you get you know two VIP tickets and all expenses paid to any event that you want to go to. So I ended up winning that contest that Sunday night and we booked travel to Chicago like the very next day, just like a quick turnaround. And that's where I first met Derek. Wow. Like in person. That's really cool. Yeah. You, you, um, you've like enlightened me to this culture because I did not know, like you, like you guys saying that you were kind of surprised to find, uh, that there was this like fandom. Um, I was completely taken aback when you were describing this stuff to me and talking about winning these contests and, and all this different stuff. It was just like, wow, I didn't know that this was going on, you know, but I guess it makes sense. I mean, there's right. fans for everything, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And just some are more quiet than others, but once you get into that community where you kind of feel like a camaraderie over a shared interest, then, people really start coming out of the woodwork and you see how big these communities get. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. Um, so yeah, is there anything else you guys want to share? Are you good? I think I'm good. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for John and I to be able to talk through it and, uh, really kind of branch out and let people know that, Hey, if you're interested in this, you, you could be a part of it too. We'd love to hear from fans. We'd love to talk to other people and see, see other people's perspectives because, we feel John and I kind of offer opposite perspectives as well because aside from the challenge, he's catching up on Big Brother and Survivor, but it's more of like a, a new watcher perspective versus somebody who's seen pretty much every episode of all of them. So it's fun to bounce back and forth with that dynamic as well. Yeah, that's Absolutely. sometimes how it works on this show too because I, I, there's some movies that John's seeing for the first time that are like, they're my favorite movies, you know? Right. So it's, a, it's nice... Uh, good to have fresh eyes on something you know yeah absolutely not just two people who have been gushing over the same movie forever and you just you know it's nice to see the the balance and perspectives well john i was talking about it before you came on but what i 
I always appreciate about John is that because of that fresher perspective, a lot of times he catches things that you might take for granted, you know? Right. So sometimes he'll say something and it reframes how you've been viewing you know, viewing something, you know, he, he'll look at oh, something. Yeah, 100%. yeah. He'll, he'll look at something very logically. And sometimes like I, I get caught up in, especially with movies, I get caught up in technical details and, you know, all of these different minute things, but sometimes he can just pinpoint like that doesn't make sense. And then you're like, shit, you ruined the movie. Excellent. I can get pretty critical about movies I don't like. I very passionately dislike things. Yeah, oh, it's like my favorite, favorite time to talk about him. <laughs> um, well, Derek, uh, I just want to say thank you for stopping by the show. Um, and you guys are probably going to get me into reality TV. Uh, I'm probably going to have to do some catching up so that I can listen to you dudes. So, You bet. Right. Yeah, absolutely, man. Thanks for having me on, Ron. John, always good to see you, buddy. Can't yeah. wait to uh, yeah. dive into this. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, you take care, okay? All right, fellas. Good to talk to you. All right, bye. Bye, guys. Wow. Um, that's really exciting, John. I'm, I'm happy for you. Thank you. That's Derek. I'm glad you guys finally met. Yeah, Derek Paul, everybody. Um, I'm assuming yeah, you can probably yeah. find him on Instagram at Derek Paul, most yeah, likely. Um, he's a huge fan of Lost. Huge. Is he? Yes. Ooh, shit. See, when me and you start doing uh, kind of like a Lost uh, rewatch episodes and stuff, maybe we can have Derek come on over. Yeah. Guest He'd star on to. those episodes. Um, yeah, man. I I think that, again, one of, the, one of the huge things that I've found in the last year has really been pushing, you know, pushing harder than I've ever pushed before to try to, you know, make my life more entertaining for me, uh, make my life more special. Um, and I think that, you know, I'm really, I'm really happy, you know, if you feel the same way about this show that I do, I feel like it's um, having, having like two shows, you know, that are kind of vastly different and getting to, like, indulge in these, like, long-form conversations with people that you love, you know? It's, uh, it's just, it's a privilege, you know? And to also have people listening in, you know? Like, I, I am still, I am still completely flabbergasted at the amount of people that are listening in from other countries. It, it is, it's insane to me. Um... And it's just the beginning. I mean, I feel like we're gonna keep taking it up the beach, and you know, we're gonna we're gonna win the war here. You know, um, it's just exciting. It's really exciting. I can't wait to see what you guys do with Reality Roundtable. Um, for any of you that go to their Instagram page, I just want to I just want to say that uh, their wonderful logo. Guess who did it? Guess who did That's it? Right. Yeah. Is me. Is me. Um, and I want to. Uh, I, I, I don't I know that this isn't really something that we're doing just yet, but I do want to say that I believe that Reality Roundtable merchandise is on the horizon, right? Yeah, at some point we can uh, dive into that. That'll be fun. 
I'll have a reality roundtable shirt. I'll do it. <laughs> Promote. We have our uh, WT Fata shirts that I haven't worn because I got really fat. <laughs> oh, don't <laughs> say that. That's so sad. Um, you know, John, that's actually really a wonderful segue to what I'm going to bring up right now. Um, so, uh, one of the wonderful things about Zoom, this episode brought to you by Zoom, uh, is that you can do some uh, screen sharing. And I'm very excited to share this piece of art with John. It's Ooh. available now at ron-iii-art. Wait, am I doing this right? R-O-N-dash-I-I-I. Wow, how come I can't remember the fucking thing? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Hang on, we're gonna we're gonna sort that out. But I'll give you the link in a second. Um, this is available on shirts, stickers, cups, shower curtains, dresses, mini skirts, socks, um, hardcover journals, phone cases. You name it, we pretty much have it available. Everybody, I, I, I'm going to show John. I'll post this uh, on Instagram with the episode so you guys can get a look at it. Um, but this is um, the Satamander. Um, That's fucking awesome. Yeah. So he's sitting there and he's saying, I hate these fucking guys while he's listening to WT Fada. Because you all know how we feel about Salamanders. Um <laughs> He looks heartbroken, uh, <laughs> and I'm really happy about it. That's so funny. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. And I mean, it's available, like, it's it's really, it's available on a bunch of different things. Um, got pillows, too. The coffee mugs. I might get a coffee mug, I don't know. I'm trying to decide. But if you go to, let's see, let's see. I want to find that, um... I want to find that link for you guys so that we all know where to go. Um, I'm pretty sure it's ron-iii-art.redbubble.com. I just want to see if that leads me here. It does. Okay, so that's it. So ron-art.com. No, dash III dash ART dot redbubble dot com. Check out the WT Fada collection. Not only do we have this new Satamander piece, but we also have a bunch of uh a bunch of extra things. We got the WT Fada question mark, we got uh the expletive. Um also if you guys want a bedspread and I know you do, there's a bedspread that features both uh john and i on it as well as the logo for what the fuck are we talking about um yeah i mean go get it go get it sleep on us you know it's all i'm asking yeah <laughs> we usually don't sleep on us but you know in this case sleep on us yeah for sure let's sleep on you because you'll be under the covers <laughs> yeah i guess that's true we'll sleep on you yeah. That sounds very, like, exciting to me. I like that whole thing. Um, 
So, John, uh, we got a couple of minutes here before we're moving on to the next segment. Um, what do you think about WT Fada in the future? What are you excited about doing? Um, is there anything on the horizon that you uh, are hoping to tackle or get into? You know, it's tough because a lot of these movies kind of got pushed back. Mm. Things that we kind of had on the, on the schedule already. So, obviously, I'm kind of looking forward to those movies being released and us being able to talk to them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, once we, um, I don't know, man, you know, there's just so many different ways that we can go. There's so many different ways we can branch out, mm-hmm. do different things. And, you know, I'm, I'm just excited to see where it takes us. I'm excited for the unknown. Yeah, yeah, me too. I, I, I feel like even though we've been at it for a while and we've kind of settled into a routine, I do feel like there's room for evolution and reinvention. Um, you know, and it's, it is a question, you know, where are we going to be at WT Fata 100? You know, what's that look like? You know, um, I really, once this quarantine situation is all done, um, I'm super excited to get back into doing video with you, man. I, I've really missed that. Um, I, I really enjoyed shooting the videos. I know that we didn't get a, a ton of them up on YouTube before everything happened. Um, and I know that like the process of it is nightmarish at the moment. I need to... <laughs> update my equipment so that I can make that a little bit easier for myself. Um, but I think that sitting in a room together, um, you know, do it, doing it, doing it via zoom is, is fine. And I think for the time being it's working fine, but I also feel like, I also feel like if we had started the show on zoom, we wouldn't have the comfort with each other that we have, you know? I feel like all the times that we sat down right next to each other and had long, drawn-out conversations together uh, make recording this way easier, you know? Yeah, I Um, agree. We've definitely built out some chemistry. Yeah, yeah, and it feels like we kind of know, you know, where we're we're going, how we think, you know, and it, it is... It's something that I don't think you can really pick up uh, through a screen, you know. So I'm glad that we had like our formative, uh, formative episodes. Quite a few of them. I mean, we got what 30, 30 episodes in before the quarantine happened. Um, something like that. Yeah. It's pretty high up. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, no, I'm excited to. Uh, I'm excited to get back to that. You know, I've really missed kind of like the the real interaction. Um, the other thing, too, is there are so many, like you said, there are so many movies that we that got pushed back that it's uh, it's killing me. I, I remember you uh, suggesting Antlers as a as a concept, as a movie to uh, to tackle. And you showed me the trailer after one of the episodes we did. And I was immediately on board. I was like, fuck yeah. It was It's such a bizarre looking film. It seems like it's going to be dark and really macabre. Um, and I just, I just, I've wanted to see it ever since you showed me that trailer. 
I've wanted to talk about it ever since you showed me that trailer. It was supposed to come out in fucking April. What's, yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking of when I was like, I know a lot of movies. It was that one in Tenet. Tenet was the other one. Yeah, Tenet got pushed back again this week. They went from July 31st to like August 10th. But I still feel like that's super wishful thinking. I don't think they're going to make it. Um, that's actually, it ties into the other thing that I'm really excited about is I had so much fun doing the Quarantino series. Uh, just sitting down and like talking about Quentin Tarantino's movies over the course of, I don't know how many weeks we did that, like four weeks. We we tackled pretty much his entire filmography. Um, yeah, yeah. Was it eight movies or nine? Yeah, nine. It was nine. We did, right? Yeah, and we did two episodes a week. Um, yes, you're right. So it would have been it would have been eight episodes, two a week. Yeah, so about a month we spent i think that we kind of were hoping that at the end of that month the quarantino would be over you know and that we could just you know go back to normal but we're still kind of uh kind of <sighs> struggling with this whole pandemic nonsense you know but i i am i'm very excited to once we have like a firm release date once it feels like yes tenet is happening i i'm we're planning on doing a christopher nolan series an as yet untitled christopher nolan series um we'll come up with a catchy name you better believe it um we're all about the finesse it's the showmanship involved in wc fada that makes it special you know the details <sighs> it's all about them details um so yeah, I uh I'm super excited to get into that. Um and that makes me you know, it just makes me it just makes me happy to to imagine that point, especially because I know that Tenet Christopher Nolan is so gung-ho about we are putting it into theaters, you know. Um so just the thought that that series will lead up to me being able to go and see a movie in a theater again. Um, you know, that, that's, that's a, that's an exciting reason to, uh, that, that's a good reason to be excited about that series as well. It's like a countdown to me being able to go back to the movies because I fucking miss it, man. I miss, yeah. I miss the popcorn. I miss like the, the feeling of like shared community viewing you know um movie theaters are like super important to me it's like the it's the closest thing i get to a church you know yeah um. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because um you know i think having home premieres will be something that we will be more familiar in the future you know i think i think they will have those uh as more opportunity but i I don't think that they'll overtake going to the movies. You know, I think a lot of people still, they still want to go out, they still want to go to a movie theater, you know, I'm one of those people. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it'd be cool to kind of have an option to just watch one of those movies as like a home premiere, but I yeah. still hope that it doesn't overtake the way we view new movies. Yeah, I mean, I think that one of the things we're probably going to see is there's going to be big spectacle movies, and those are going to be off in the theaters you know these are the ones that you gotta see it on the big screen and then like 
little character movies are like, well, you could, you know, there's a screen for it, but you can watch it at home and it, you're not going to really miss anything, you know. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how everything progresses. And I feel like, unfortunately, there is a sense that maybe COVID kind of accelerated the demise of theaters. But I, I, I do feel like there's hope and that we might see... Um, we might see them come back, you know, and, and, you know, I think people will appreciate them, uh, a lot more moving forward. Um, and with that, uh, we got to move on to the next segment of the show and the next guest star, man, this show is star studded. I can't believe it. Uh, once again, she is back to darken the doorstep. W.T. Fada, ladies and gentlemen, it is Miss Kawa Kennedy. And the crowd goes wild. <sighs> hey! Hey! Come on, Kayla. What's up, guys? Oh, nothing much. We were just we were just talking about you. We're just giving you the big grand. The grand announcement that Kayla Kennedy was back on WT Fada. Very exciting. Do you, uh, do, you do the intro before I come on, thinking I'm not going to listen back and listen to all the horrible things she said about me? Ron, she's on the... Uh... Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to defend you, I swear. You don't have to go back and listen. I, I had you. I had you back. You're such a fucking kiss-ass, this guy. <laughs> um, Kayla, how are you? tried to go get some ice cream at my favorite place then saw the line and was like i'll never make it back in time oh uh, no wait so you I, was like, I just want to uh, i just want to get something clear you skipped ice cream for this show i did wow that's an example of kayla's poor decision making you should have been like i ain't gonna make it sorry ice cream well, I was feeling guilty on the drive over there anyway because we got ice cream the other day, so mm-hmm. I was like, I shouldn't anyway. Yeah, I I cheated twice this week, so I I had pizza yesterday, um, and the day that oh this is a, this is the intro. You guys ready? This is this is a big announcement. Uh, Kayla Kennedy and I are starting our own podcast. So bam, we got two. New show announcements in one episode. How fun is that? Yeah, two curveballs that threw at them this time around. They weren't yeah. ready for it. Yeah, it's absolutely uh, astoundingly exciting. Um, so the first episode. Uh, so so basically, what happened was that Kayla Kennedy and I got together, and we. Um, <laughs> we lost Kayla. She's coming back though. Um, oh no! It's all right. Um, basically, the what what happened was on Wednesday, um, Kayla Kennedy and I broke the quarantine a little bit, and we went uh, to Harold Parker, uh, which is a state forest in Massachusetts. Very nice. And uh, we sat down and we recorded the first episode of our new show. We're gonna have we're gonna talk to you about 
what that show entails in just a second. I want to give Kayla a minute to come back to us, and I have to ask her to describe the events of the recording of the first episode, um, because it is uh, quite astounding uh, what all happened. Yeah, I mean, you have a little bit of a heads up because you are already following our Instagram page. Um, we're going to go live with that uh, later tonight so that you guys can check it out. Um, and yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. Um, okay. And it looks like we have Kayla Kennedy back. We're having a little bit of a technical difficulty with zoom right now, but seems like she's coming back. back. Yay. Um, so I didn't, uh, talk too much about what happened on Wednesday. Um, but I figured that you're you're a great storyteller. Would you like to describe what happened uh, on Wednesday? On Wednesday, well, we uh, tried to record the very first episode of the What's the Story podcast. Boom. And and uh, the Hell's guys decided maybe not so much. Yeah. <laughs> so Ron's like, I'm gonna go for a hike in the morning, and it's gonna be a beautiful day. Maybe I'll grab the mics and we'll do the podcast in the middle of the forest. It'll be so beautiful and so awesome. And myself, I was like, you know what? That does sound like a wonderful idea. Not one of us decided to check the weather. Nope. That was not in the forecast. (laughs) No. So we're about, we walk, we have a nice little hike, we find this nice little spot with the rocks, we get ourselves set up, we're by the pond, everything is good. And then we're like about 20 minutes in. We're starting to get a good groove going. And I, we, we hear a little thunderclap, but we're like, oh, no, no. Those clouds are like way over there. We're fine. No problem. Mm. Then I hear like a rustling in the woods. And I'm like, is that the wind? Or is that like a monster? <laughs> it, it was a very ominous sound. And then we realized, no, it's a sheet of rain. A horizontal sheet of rain coming across the pond, and we're just watching it like get closer and closer, mm-hmm. like out of, straight out of a horror movie. Yes. And then the sky opened up and it passed over us. When I tell you we ran back to the car, thank God Ron was leading the way because one, I would have got lost, and two, <laughs> I was fucking blind. Because I just, like, keep swiping my eyes away. Like, it was, I would have been drier if we had hopped into the pond. Yeah. Like, if I had gone for a swim, would have been drier than by the time we reached the car. Yeah, it was, it was nightmarish. Um, so, uh, I'm glad that Kayla frames it as I was leading the way, because, in fact, I was just running. I didn't care where she was. Didn't matter at all. (laughs) She just happened yeah, to be following. Back <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was just she was just following behind. Uh, so, really, you know, she saved herself. Um, and yeah, it was absolutely a nightmare. The microphones that we use for our show uh, were clutched in my hands, which and and I was huddled over them as much as I could be, as well as my backpack, which contained my laptop because I got into the park earlier than Kayla so that I could do some writing. And, uh, yeah, so uh, 
everything soaked, drenched. Um, computer is okay. Uh, but uh, I do have a story uh, about the computer that I'm going to share on the next episode that we record. Um, the next episode that you guys record or that we record? The next episode of our new podcast, What's the Story? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rely on Kayla because, look, this, this podcast, I do, a lot of, I do a lot of talking, so I'm going to throw it to Kayla again. Kayla, what is What's the Story about? You know, when I asked you if I needed to be prepared, this is the kind of stuff you tell me. <laughs> I told you prepare yourself. Yourself. I meant everything. <laughs> yeah, prepare yourself for the worst. For, yeah. um, so, what's the story is about storytelling. Plot twist. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, it, Ron and I, we sit there and we talk about the elements of storytelling. So, mm-hmm. plot devices, character development, you know, what it means to tell stories, why do we tell stories, really getting at the heart of the structure, the architecture, and the meaning behind storytelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think one of the, you know, we had. Kayla, you're not privy to this information, but this is actually the second new show announcement that happened tonight. Uh, the first one being that John is going to be doing a reality roundtable podcast with his friend Derek Paul, um, where they're going to be talking about reality television shows. Um, that sounds exciting. I know you're super into reality TV, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I always have been, so it's exciting. Yeah. Um, one of the things they did was they kind of talked about how uh, they met each other. And I would like to share that uh, Kayla Kennedy and I, well, just like John and I are friends from high school, Kayla Kennedy and I met in an English class in high school. Um, so pretty much from the very first time I met you, uh, we've been in rooms talking about stories, which is kind of fitting. Essentially, yes. Yeah. Um, and was, that your, was that freshman year you guys met, or...? Must have been, right? It had to have been. You were, we were all, both in honors the whole time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it would have had to have been freshman year. Yeah. That was, um... That class didn't really change much. No. No, it was, it was pretty much the same the same kids all the way through. Yeah. The first year we had uh, Mr. Canellis, and I remember it was the first day of class, and he asked me a question about the summer reading, and I got the the answer wrong, and Mr. Robert Canellis walked out of the room without saying a word. And then he came back. Then he came back in a few moments later, and he had something that was wrapped in bubble wrap. And he slowly and methodically unwrapped this instrument and revealed it to be a Louisville Slugger baseball bat. He then walked across the room, raised the end of the bat to my temple, and gently brushed the hair at the side of my head. And then he swung it back over his shoulder and he said, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask you that question again. And then one of two things is going to happen. You're either going to answer it correctly or your brains are going to be on that wall. And ladies and gentlemen, I answered it correctly. And that's why I am here today. You know, that story sounds made up, but I witnessed it. And it is exactly 100% how it went down. Yeah. It was, uh, and my favorite moment of that story was after I got the answer 
correct, it was it was the look of disappointment that he could not strike me with the baseball bat. Um, <laughs> he really, really wanted to, uh, but luckily I, I I did manage to survive that encounter. Um, but yeah, no, I mean we've uh, we've talked about story for a long time. Uh, you know, if the people that listen to the show know that I've done. Uh, my fair bit of writing. I'm very much involved in the arts. Um, and Kayla is writing a novel right now, which I'm editing, and it's very good. I'm enjoying it a lot. Um, and yeah, I, uh, I think that what's going to be really fun about what's the story is the ability for us to kind of, uh, pick each other's brains about story and hopefully that makes us better at at making our own you know yeah it's a bit of a a bit of a selfish endeavor for sure yeah um i mean we figured we were meeting on a weekly bi-weekly basis to talk about our own projects and our own stories which eventually just led to conversations about stories and we were like well we're doing this anyway might as well record ourselves doing it, right? Yeah. Give some give some structure and some life to it. Share our knowledge with the masses, you know? Yeah. Why do you say that? Because that was, like, the common theme between, like, Ron and I talking about how we got started, Derek and I talking about why we're getting started, and now how you guys are getting started. It's like, these are conversations you're already having. Fuck it. Throw it out there. Right? Well, it, 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 and I'm sure that there are plenty of other people out there, hopefully listeners, that are having similar conversations or wish that they could be engaging in these conversations mm-hmm. and hopefully will feel like they're engaging in them with us. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, you know, it's such a, it's, it's a very exciting, uh, prospect to be able to, to, you know, when, when, when John and I sit down and we have our conversations, it's something where it's like, I very much enjoy what we're doing um and i very much i i appreciate what we do and i feel like sometimes like we talked earlier and it's like sometimes we're like spot on sometimes we're a little bit off you know it's just it's one of those things that you never know um part of that is engagement so a lot of times when john and i pick a topic we don't know what we're going to get when we start researching it. And sometimes when we start researching it, we actually are like, wow, there's not a lot here. And we kind of get bored. Um, and that's tough. What's exciting about what's the story is that story is like my religion, you know, like it's I also limitless. Yeah. I can talk about it for hours and hours and hours. My entire life is all about story. So I'm very excited about the topic. There's just so many facets of it, too. So, like, what we were talking about is we, you know, have lots of different projects going on, and they each take a different type or kind of storytelling, right? Mm -hmm. So, I also do slam poetry, Mm -hmm. and it has been a while. The venue that I go to is closed because of COVID, so I really haven't been writing a lot of poetry because I haven't had that catalyst to kind of... Uh, motivate me to write new pieces. You know, mm. usually I would go every Sunday and I'd be like, oh, okay, well, I want a new piece to go try out on Sunday or whatever. I haven't really had that motivation without it. Um, but the the way in which 
you tell a story through a poem is very different in the way in which you tell a story through a novel, right? So I've been working on this novel and I went to a poetry workshop last week and we had a writing prompt and I realized that my writing prompt came out like a chapter instead of like a poem because my brain was in that format. So I found it very interesting that, you know, there's, there's so many different elements of storytelling, but simply in just how you structure the way you tell a story is like a limitless idea in and of itself. So there's, I think we're going to have a a bottomless pit of uh, wealth to work off of here for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really, I feel very happy about it. And, uh, we do have, um, the first episode is up and it is published. I don't know if it's fully distributed everywhere right now, but you can definitely go to, um, damn it. I did this before. Um, I gotta, I just, I don't want to like send you guys to the wrong places. So let me just do a little bit of uh, digging here and figure out exactly what that URL is so that you can I will be delighted to hear what it actually sounds like after all of the apocalyptic events. It's awesome. <laughs> that unfolded during said recording. I, I've, I've listened to it a couple of times, uh, just, you know, putting it together and, um, <laughs> and it doesn't disappoint, Kayla. It's pretty great. Um, so the first episode is called what is story. And if you go to anchor.fm slash what's the story pod, you can listen to it there. And, uh, let me just check something here because it says that, wow. Hell yes. Okay. Uh, also you can check it out on Spotify. I'll put that link on the what's the story pod instagram for you guys so that you can uh be sent there um also the same thing with wt fada uh what's the story on anchor.fm has an option for you to send a voice message to us um and if you want to send a voice message please feel free we'd love to hear from you and maybe we'll play your message on the show um so yeah we can answer fan questions what? I know it's very exciting, and it's a it's a it's a very underutilized aspect of uh, WT Fada. But I think moving forward, John and I are going to try to um, we're going to try to make that a little bit more integral to the show. I don't know how many people will actually have. Uh, oh, I'm sending you all the questions. All I it would be it would be a pleasure to answer questions for you, Kayla. We the 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 thought that I'm having is if we plan a little bit farther ahead we can announce the topic of the next week's episode uh Mm -hmm. at the end of a show so that we have a week for people to think about like oh well i wonder what they think about this or that you know so it also help us kind of like uh have more grist for the mill you know that sort of thing yeah i uh you know what's what's yeah uh, what, what's exciting about this stuff is it's always a constant learning experience and you're constantly evolving, you know? So, um, I think that, I think that the future of all of these shows is very bright. Um, and I'm super excited for, uh, John's new show. I'm super excited for our new show and I'm super excited for WT Fada. Um, we're creating a network here. It feels right. like it's a network doesn't it? And I feel like the more we branch out, you know, it's, it's very exciting. It's a very exciting time. And I think that, uh, 
you know, outside of the podcast, we all are doing spectacular things. Um, so it'll be a fun way to kind of prop those things up when we get to that point as well. Um, what do you think? Are we wrapping this up? Is this it? WT fought a 50? Is it done? Yeah, I got nothing more to add. Yeah? This is it. We did it. The 50th episode. What an accomplishment. Oh, it's been it's been fun. Uh, there's been moments where it's been really hard. I think about... Uh, what was it? Was it... Was it It Chapter 2? That we had... Yeah, we had to do like the telephone... The telephone version of that podcast. And it was like... It was awful. Oh, yeah. Remember that? It was so... It was also the first time we tried doing it on Anchor, right? Uh, Like, away from each other? Yeah, yeah. That was the one rough patch of of Anchor, was that that feature just is not very fine-tuned. I spent probably four hours editing that episode, which is insane, because none of these episodes are edited very, uh, very strategically. It's all kind of... We kind of just record... And then we publish, and that's how that works. Um, that sounded so frightening to me when you first said it. I was like, oh, because you posted, when last time I did a little guest spot on here, I was like, oh, well, I'll listen I'll listen to it in the car on the way home or, uh, when it comes out. And I didn't even check. And then by the time I got home, like a day and a half later, mm-hmm. Eric was like, oh, like nice job on the podcast. I was like, wait, it's up? Yeah. <laughs> enough time to edit and then you're like, "Oh no, we don't edit." No. <laughs> it's <like>, what? <laughs> no, it's just a straight shot. It's just a straight It's like sometimes it leads to awkward moments, like awkward beats where we kind of are like, oh, "I don't know what to say," but uh it's honest, you know? It's like I'm mm. I'm no more witty in real life than I am on the show. It's just that this is about this is as good as it gets, you know? I I feel like there's something nice about that like raw, unfiltered quality to it you know wt fought has always been rough around the edges i like it that way for sure (sighs) all right guys thank you for listening in to wt fought 50 uh we appreciate you being here and you know 50 episodes in still nobody will use the hashtag wt fought a giveaway one to get a goddamn sticker set and a 25 dollar amazon gift card feel like i keep bringing it up Keep telling you it's free money and stickers. Nobody cares. Uh, <laughs> if you do care, use the hashtag and get yourself some free money. Seriously. Just do it. Yeah, we're at the point where we're just giving us the first person to do it. So I, That's really that's really it. That's all it takes. You just have to say WTFADA giveaway one in the hashtag. And, you know, it would be nice if you included a picture that had something to do with you listening to the show just so that we get a little bit of promotion. But, you know, it's not, it's not, a, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. At this point, we don't care. Beggars can't be choosers. <sighs> we are beggars. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, thank you, guys. Um, I haven't talked to John about this, but I feel like after 50 episodes, I want... Let's take a little break. You want to take a break? Take a break? Just a little break. Like, next week, we'll just take off. We won't do a WT Fada next week. You serious? Yeah, you want to? Are you being sarcastic? Wow, okay, I guess... I guess... 
I guess very straight face. That's all right. We can come back and do another one next week. I feel like there's a joke lurking underneath. (laughs) No, no. I I really, I feel like 50 episodes straight, I would be okay taking a little vacation from WT Fada. But if you don't want to, we don't have to. I mean, we just keep the momentum going. The hardest working podcasters in the world. You know what, man? I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm, I'm down for a break. You want a break. All right. We're going to take a little break. We won't have a WT FADA next week, but we will be back the week after episode 51. And I don't know what it'll be about, but 51 is a very, very special number for WT FADA. So maybe we'll take a return trip to uh, one of our most exciting topics. Maybe. Ooh. Maybe. It'll be explosive coming on the tail end of July 4th. Oh, it's going to be good. Independence Day. That has to do with aliens. Um, all right, guys. Have a good night or morning or day or whatever the whenever the fuck you listen to this. Just just enjoy your life, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Um, thank you, guys, and take care. Godspeed. Stay safe, and buy yourself a Satamander shirt, cup, dress, blanket, whatever you'd like. All right. Get it. Good night, everybody. Bye. Good night. (laughs) This episode was once again brought to you by ron-iii-art.redbubble.com. Head over there, check out the WT Fada collection. We got a bunch of different merchandise from the show. And, uh, you know, if you see something you like, pick it up helps us out a ton and uh we definitely appreciate it and uh hey send us some uh some shots of it some shots of your merch okay all right bye guys